I didn't see you there. Welcome. Ooh, you know, to great line reading. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Coach. Uh, so the acting, the acting school is really working. It sounds like you're. Oh yeah, it's going really great. learning. I'm not mm -hmm. sure. Cool. Real method. Why you're asking? Is that was that weird? <laughs> uh, welcome to Google Talk, everyone. I gotta get that out of the way. Yeah. It's been mm -hmm, a contract. Mm -hmm. Uh, thanks yeah. to our sponsors today, uh, Lindsay and Daniel yeah. for making this happen. So much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the gener generosity is really, um, un unequaled. You un know? Yeah. yeah. Unbounded. Un Paralleled. Unparalleled. 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 Unbeknownst That's... to many. <laughs> uh, and to us even, you know, to us. How are you today? Lindsay? So good. So good. Good. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, so. So good. So good. It's an it's a new word, you know. It's like when you're great and good, you're oh, kind of like, yeah. oh, so good, so, so good. good I thought it was like when you're yeah. grody, but you're having a good time, and you like you don't feel bad mm. about how grody you are. Mm -hmm. That this could be it too. Great, great content. It's, I mean, it's it's gold A plus as usual. How are you today? Uh, I can't complain, uh, but I still will. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm great. Um, things were great. I'm real tired, but I had some green tea before this to get us oh, sweet, all sweet. running. You know, get myself ready. Ooh, yeah, engine's running. Yep, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. um, great. So that's fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, got any interesting news and notes? I feel like back in the green room, green tea room, you uh -huh. uh, were giving oh, me some nice. teasers mm -hmm. uh, about. Yeah. Oh, that guy likes it. Uh, He's excited uh -huh. for the news. <laughs> He'll just, yeah. Is that that new soundboard you were telling me about? You're going to be yeah, beeping horns. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, we're uh -huh. trying to turn this into more of a drive time uh, radio hour kind of Sure. I want, you want you to feel like we're in the car next to you, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. or in the car behind you. And we're back. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, I apologized. My window's open. Mm. Actually, it's all me doing fully work. Your window in the car <laughs> is open as you drive around and record? Uh-huh. Exactly. Yep. Great. Well, as long it. as your hand's free. I'm okay with that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not trying to get in a wreck. That's right. So, right. Oh, my God. Uh, can actually, you think of the ratings? Of... If that happened on there, oof. I mean, it'd be oof, sad. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But, boy, man, that would be – it's never yeah. been done on a podcast before. True. Yeah, think about everything you would get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, oh man. Oh. I'd like to see you try to do this without me. Oh, it would be easy. <laughs> uh, no, no. Please, please. God. You're the popular really, uh, one. Let's not fool ourselves. Sell, selling, out, selling out myself from a, a job here. Mm -hmm. Highly yeah, paid. Not a bad idea. Do this without job. you, eh? Hmm. <laughs> 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 All right, Lindsay fans, <laughs> tell him he's wrong. Yeah, just yeah right in, guys. It'll just—it's just just my mom. Just kidding, she doesn't listen. To this. Just my brother. Let's do a Twitter um, vote. Hashtag yeah. Lindsay is great. I don't know. Mm. I'm not good at hashtags. That's why our show yeah, is let's... never gonna find an audience. <laughs> <laughs> 
Look, I'm pretty sure that's why because we're too old, <laughs> too old for hashtags. And not connected, yeah, and not connected to people who you know podcast yeah, conglomerates. We gotta, move to LA. Or we gotta move to LA. I keep telling you. True. Mm-hmm. If closer, we really want to make this happen, so I think you yeah. should. Do yeah, it. I am. Yeah. Okay, sure, I'll do it next week. I'm moving out there. You know. I... Cool. Yeah. Fuck career. Yeah. What difference uh, does it make? What do you? This is your career. I'm not dead yet. This is your career. This is my career. What I was born to do. That's right. Um, born to pod. <clears throat> Hashtag born to pod. Oh man, that's a Bruce Springsteen parody song waiting to happen. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Oh god. I bet that exists. You know. Tramps like us. Somebody. <laughs> what? Tramps like us. That's yeah. You know, baby, we were born to pod. Anyway. Yeah. On with the show. Uh, anyway, right. So I wanted to tell you, um, you know, I mentioned Foley work back there, and I know you're Ooh, a big fan I and am. a big practitioner, right? Uh-huh. Well, um, do you know the podcast 99% Invisible? Oh, yeah. I just listened to that episode. That's a pen. Did you listen to it? I sure as hell did. The, it's so good, guys. So it's called Sounds Natural. It's the latest one, and it's about like Foley artists you would have never and nature about films. It. Nature documentaries. I really, I was actually really shocked, and you know, it's so it should be so like, obvious, but right, it should be so obvious that those are not actual foot sounds of wolves in the right. in the snow. Sure. <laughs> but my other my other thing that was so um, like he was talking the one of the Foley artists was talking about how it's very like because they were talking about people who work with elephants right and how elephants really don't make much of a sound when they walk because their their feet have such like you know such a like massive padding on the bottoms and he said it would just sound weird to people if they weren't making the like boom 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 noise which to me was kind of like okay if you're making a scientific documentary like planet earth and all of these like highly prestigious scientific documentaries use these they're all frauds why do they even, why do they do that? I don't understand why they They're do just that. Setting us up for failure and disappointment later on in life. True. Well, I it's like okay, so it's one thing if you do a sound that imitates closely what a bat wing sounds like, right? But if you like this. Yeah, exactly. Set you up. Thank but you. if you like if you're making a noise that isn't what it actually sounds like, why would you do that? I mean, they did a pretty good like, job with their bat wing noise. It was the old leather No, they did. Or whatever. Oh, yeah, so that good. was good. So good. Yeah, made me good. really rethink really... my methods. Yeah, no, they. I mean, that was amazing. These people are artists. I mean, it's obvious that they know what the fuck they're doing. But, um, yeah, but it was uh, it was weird to me that they would fabricate a noise for a scientific documentary. Yeah, that they could fabricate. You know, like you could make the noise actually sound like what an elephant's foot sounds like, and that could shake up our perception. You know, but yeah, they did. They didn't hire me to do it. So yeah, well. I hope I can get some gigs. I was I, when I was listening to that, I was like, "Oh my god, why am I not doing this as a career? Like, this would be the <laughs> best." Like, yeah. And and when I was a kid, I used to, um, you know, I, I grew up with all the behind the scenes and expanded universe Star Wars stuff. Anything I get my hands on. So like Ben Burt, like the the Foley work that was done on the original Star Wars, like making the sounds for like all of the ships and like weaponry and stuff. Like that's so it was mm-hmm. so unique and sounded so real and like. You know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's so cool. Like, why? And he had a book come out recently that I should really get that came with, like, a like a file of, like, all these different sound effects, I think. Like, maybe four or five years ago now. But uh, it's so cool. Mm. Like, I don't know why I'm, like, I have no right to claim any sort of, like, 
like I don't deserve to be in that field, but it would be great if I had decided to do that like 10 years ago or something. Well, a little longer than yeah. that at this point. But, you know, like eh, if I could have figured that out in college young. or something, like I don't even know how yeah. you get into that field though. Do you just get into kind of like studio engine, like you get in as like a recording engineer and then you sort of. It must be. Dick around yeah. With it, you must, you must get a niche. Yeah, yeah, you must get a niche. Like, what's the degree that you like get a sound engineer? So that people mm-hmm. will take you seriously in that field, or do you just show up with like a demo tape of you doing and nothing else for forty-five minutes? I, I mean, I bet it varies, but I'm guessing most of them have degrees in like sound engineering, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it makes sense. I bet yeah. foleying is like a subset, you know, uh. like a. Like a certificate program like preservation is sometimes with planning. You sure, know? sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Second class citizens. That's right. <laughs> we've got that yeah. in common, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Uh. So true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted to let you know in case you wanted to contact that podcast. Oh, I do. I'm going to send submit that, that Roman, one dude. Roman Mars, that, that my guy's name. sound effect. That can't be his real name, right? Did we talk about? about this before? Yeah, yeah. Etruscan. Okay. Uh, we, we covered Aries. that. Etruscan Aries, just picking, right? Just picking just... places and god names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or planet it's names, pretty... I guess, if you want to do that. Yeah. Well, it's a good podcast, anyway. You know my friend, the uh, French Jupiter. You know him? Yeah, sure. He has a really nice voice. Yeah. Beautiful nerd. <laughs> that, was, that, was that guy's worth a beautiful it, right? nerd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. I, I got to admit. And Roman, I know you're listening, bud. I'm sorry for doing it and breaking your heart here, but I got to get it out there. I could not stand that guy. The first couple times I listened to that show, I was like, I, yeah. know, I know this is quality mm-hmm. stories, but like his intros and stuff, I was like, ooh, I hate this guy. I know. And then yeah. all of a sudden, I was like, this guy's great. It just yeah. finally clicked. Yeah. Same. Same I'm, here. I'm glad I kept giving he has, him a chance. He does. Yeah. He does. Like, I think he has a beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. I think he's just sometimes like, a little too nerdy for me, you know? Yeah, it's fine. They're like the beautiful nerd stuff. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. But I I think what they do with that podcast is so, like... The guy has built a brand, you know? (laughs) Yeah, they know what they're doing. It's it's great. It's one of my favorites. I think every episode is fucking tight. The one on the Salton Sea Uh, blew my mind. good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we... We need our own beautiful nerd. We need, like like, a catchphrase, like type thing like that where we can you know people you know we stir up the it's like throwing chum in the water for these morons uh, uh, listeners um (laughs) that's right so you just stroke their egos a little bit uh make them part of a club yeah Yeah. hey Mm -hmm. good yeah good looking ghost fans no we'll think of something i don't know that one's pretty catchy yeah good looking ghost fans yeah, let's uh let's keep that one at the top of the list for now and see what else we can come up <laughs> yeah, with. Well, it's pretty, a, pretty good. It's a one pretty item good. list, so it is number one. <laughs> um, so don't tell them. You mm-hmm. know what? Maybe should I save it for the next? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, uh, let's dive in. Let's dive into the get stories. Into the stories? Man. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, because I got a couple juicy nugs. For you. Oh, nugs, huh? That's pretty gross. <laughs> Happy belated 420, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're ghosts. I love a good ghost story as much as the next fellow. Uh, well, here we are in the ghost segment. Uh, mm hmm. 
Would you? Uh, what do you think? You want to go first? You want me to go first? Wait, what did you do? Um, I don't care. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, as a penalty I for your apathy and disinterest in the very podcast you know, that you are a part of. No, I am not apathetic. How dare you? Uh, you know what? I actually I have two. So if you want, I can do one. You do one, then I do one again. <laughs> Look who's showing All about off. me. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All go about ahead. me. Big shot. Well, let's. <laughs> I don't you had to be it. a big shot, didn't you? Didn't didn't ya? Did, yeah, you know. Um, I hate I hate Billy Joel like no, so much. I know we've say. talked about it before. You don't say. <laughs> just the worst. Um. But speaking of, yes. you know, Allentown, I don't know how close Allentown is to Pittsburgh, actually, now that I say it, but I think Google they're for you. Kind of, sure, sort of close. Uh, but, you know, we... It's, it's on the on turnpike, Google right? Allentown? And I, I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Ooh, pretty far. Pretty far. Oh, okay. 281 okay. Well, miles. <laughs> okay. Allentown must be on the other side of the state. It is. <laughs> We're by off of Philadelphia. Yeah, probably uh, okay. closer to so, like Long Island, you know. Yeah. Maybe. And New Jersey and stuff. Yeah. Hey, now. Um, New Jersey and Long Island well, are okay. very distinctly but, you know, different it, places. It, yeah. It could have been a easier segue, but you know, why make it easy? Sure. Sorry. Just make it clunky and unlistenable. That's better. Yeah. People uh, yeah. love that. That's why they totally. tune in. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, because they like to be reminded that literally anyone could do this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if they have a Daniel who knows how to do the, the like, nitty gritty. Anyway, right. we're really exposing the behind the scenes here. Yep, it's everybody. all coming um, apart. It's cool. Yeah, it's falling pulling apart. The, keep pulling that thread. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. So, um, you know, on Google Talk, we like to do thematic ghost stories like when we travel right that's fun yeah fun for everybody so daniel and i will actually both be in pittsburgh this I'm, month which I'm is wild so much so much you might as well get an apartment there actually that'd be a, se- a second apartment it's a beautiful <laughs> yeah. city and i'm yeah it's cool. i'm only saddened that i won't have more time to explore it so i'm happy to have this same oral a u r a l a uh, little tour coming up from mm-hmm. pal Lindsay. Love it, love it. Yeah, well, so like I was saying, I don't want to um, set it up too much like I'm an actual big shot because I just did a little Googling and found a pretty great site that had some, some nice stories, right? Pretty well told um, <clears throat> about some spooky sites over in Pittsburgh, PA. So we'll just get it going, EGH, shall we? Let's do it. Yeah, even though you and I will not be able to visit these places. No. We won't be able to confirm <laughs> Absolutely for you guys. Not. But, you know, yeah. So, uh, first one, the Byers Lions Mansion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I'm just going to read this because I thought, like, the way it flowed was pretty good. So, sorry. Lazy, but hopefully <laughs> you'll enjoy it. All right. I didn't write it. Didn't want to say that. And so, it's the credit for whichever website this was from. I Is forget. Scarewatch, I think. Haunts history. Oh, oh, sorry. Something. I don't remember. Oh. Okay. Byers Lions Mansion. So the mansion was built in 1898 by Alexander Byers along Ridge Avenue, also known as Millionaire's Row. Richie Ooh. Rich people here. Mm-hmm. The house had two wings, one for Alexander Byers, his wife and their children, and his daughter Maud and her husband, John Lyon, and their children lived on the other. Okie doke. Uh, Maud and John's children were often left in the care of a nanny. 
One unfortunate day in 1902, the nanny fell asleep while uh, watching their four-year-old daughter. The uh, child crawled on top of a skylight and fell to her death when the window on. gave way. Yeah. Sorry. I know. Always. I probably should have it's thought about always. that before telling this one to you. No, it's um, fine. No. So the next day, racked with grief, the nanny hung herself in the uh, same stairwell where the young girl perished. Come on, before that's not she jumped, helping anyone. No. Before she jumped, the nanny wrote, quote, please don't blame me, unquote, in the dust on the stairwell. In one Wait. version of the story, when the body was discovered, the ghost of the little girl was seen watching the nanny as she swung above the steps. Yep. Ooh. Since that fateful day, there have been many sightings of the little girl in the mansion. People also often hear crying, which is most often attributed to the nanny. The nanny has also been spotted running up the stairs or walking hand in hand with the little girl who seemed to have been reunited in the afterlife. Hmm. Another gruesome ghost story reports that a loud thud can also be heard in the mansion, which many believe is the sound of the little girl's body. It's even been reported that every time the house is cleaned, the nanny's message is seen again, scrawled in dust. Uh, the 90 room mansion is now Byers Hall, serving as the Community College of Allegheny County's student union building and ad- admin offices. Oh, no when the community college removed the skylight in 1990, sightings of the granddaughter ceased. Hmm. However, the nanny is still sighted in the mansion. Spooky. The part yeah. about the uh, nanny's message being scrawled in dust. Those, you know, like ghost story tropes, that is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Like when shit like seeps through the walls, or like a message is scrawled on like a uh, a yeah. foggy mirror. Ooh, I love that yeah, stuff. Sure. So that one, that one really got me. Red rum. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I like it's it, man. It's mm-hmm, a cool looking mm-hmm, building. Mm-hmm. I googled it. Yeah. Look, looking quite at nice. the photo for ambiance, mm-hmm. way told that. Mm-hmm. I've never yeah, been. Yeah, to that, I've never been to that part of town actually. Millionaires Row. I haven't either. Nah, I'm always in the slums. Haven't been invited. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's odd. <laughs> but yeah, I've never been on Weird. that side of the river. That's the Alle- Allegheny, I think. But anyway, nobody mm. needs to that much information. <laughs> <laughs> Our listeners I never were get dying to know mm-hmm. whether which, or not which you'd, river uh... it was on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it is interesting because sure. there are three rivers that connect in Pittsburgh. It's like its most unique. Feature. It's almost like the confluence of three. It's like one that splits into two, really, when you think about it. But okay. I'm not. I don't okay. know how that works, and this isn't the place to talk about it. But really, yeah, but what, like, but really, what what makes the Ohio River a dis like, or rather, how come one when it splits going across that point, how come one of those two branches is not the continuation of the Ohio River? Like, I don't get it, man. Like in D.C., like the Potomac comes way up from the south, right? And then it kind of splits and goes west. And then we have the eastern branch. It used to just be called the eastern branch of the Potomac. And now it's called the Anacostia. And like, Mm -hmm. but we don't say that there's three rivers and it's like the Potomac. And then when it splits in two, it becomes two different rivers. So like, is there a geographic, like, is there There, some geologic reason? I mean, not geographic. Yeah, there must be. I got, I got to know. Listeners? (laughs) Something about... All you geologists out there, <laughs> if you know hydrologists, the secret to the three rivers. Is the... Please tell yeah, me. This I, sounds you know, like I, a joke. I, must... It is not a joke. I, I really <laughs> want to understand this. It's because of the, the ghosts in Pittsburgh. Oh, they man, like you probably. know probably because there are more more ghosts in the Ohio River than there are 
mm. than the other one. Sure. Um, sure. No, I, I mean, I'm sure it's like there, there is definitely a reason that there are three. I wonder if whether it's, just, it's like you, the you makeup get to make of that the call or, you know, like I wonder if you just if it's like your river and you're like, Meh, I'm going to say that this I, is a new river I don't, now. I don't think it's that, don't think it's that <laughs> simple. Okay. Not to burst your river bubble here, but I think it's I think it's. Probably has something legit. to do with fall lines or something. Yeah. I don't know what that. That'd be means. my guess. Um. Um. <laughs> my guess. So I just just to give credit where credit is due, the website that I found this Pittsburgh stuff on is Scarehouse. Scarehouse, which is kind of great. I kind of <laughs> love that um, name. It's sort of yeah, a dong. It's good. <laughs> good. Hey. Yeah. They delivered what they promised. Uh, Look. Well, you know how some um, like location-based stories on on the, on the websites on in, the, the internet websites. are like a little uh yeah are a little like underwhelming you know no, and you're like well no. uh, okay cars passing um that it's like <laughs> it's like shitty why even do it if you're not gonna like punch it up or yeah, like make it, it right. into like separate story like when people are like they just say people report voices and footsteps at this place it's scary and you're like all right well that's completely underwhelming we gotta yeah. parse it out a little Thanks bit for you know it for me guys yeah hello <laughs> right yeah it's like sum it up and make it boring why don't you yeah not this not scare house is my point they really right. oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. chicken Cla- gotta clarify yeah. this episode yeah. is sponsored by no. scare house <laughs> i wish mm. we should partner with them that should know? be our startup where we do we specialize mm-hmm. in haunted real estate because it'll mostly be <laughs> it'll mostly be historic, I'm... so like the architectural mm-hmm. history background would serve us well. Sure. Even though buyers mm-hmm. really don't care in any kind of accurate architectural history if no, if, they really don't. If the market is to be any, uh, <laughs> like if, if we've learned <laughs> anything from like looking at the way realtors sometimes describe historic houses, but um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> they mean well. It's uh, so true. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just alienated all of our realtor audience. Whoops. <laughs> they're gone good job because they were they were Man. really our most uh you know reliable fervent, fervent fan base true yeah. <laughs> um mm-hmm. well speaking of houses Ooh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you what what um man so i had a weird uh moment last week Anyway, I've been dying mm. to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I had this really weird uh, sort of coincidence that kind of freaked me out. Um, mm. So I should preface this. You guys are familiar with the convent collection of mine. And if you're not, what are you doing here? Get back into the archive and listen to the old episodes so you know what I'm talking about. Come on. <laughs> Um, anyway, so like at the elementary school that was associated with that convent that was all in the same parish, uh, it was a mm-hmm. big Catholic parish. Um, mm-hmm. so I went to that elementary school and I was a real nerd, if you can believe that. I know, <laughs> I, I know now I'm like this real honky guy, like real James real Dean, cool. Elvis Presley sure. type. <laughs> You know, just yeah, cool, everybody knows. cool, cool, pompadour, <laughs> you know, you guys get it. Uh, <laughs> Cigarettes rolled up in your sleeves. I got one cool, hanging out of the baby. corner of my dry lip right now. Just, just hanging <laughs> out for no reason. Uh-huh. Um, sure. 
But so when I was like in fifth and sixth grade, I was a part of the safety patrol at my elementary school, which is crossing guards. If you guys don't know, uh, if that's some sort of East Coast inside the Beltway parlance that you don't understand Mm -hmm. as a Midwesterner. Just lost all of our Midwest. I know, yeah. I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So (laughs) my station for like a year of this was at this one uh, intersection in the town that I grew up in. Should I say the town? I feel like I could say it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, So Hyattsville, Maryland. um, And I was at this one intersection. uh, The big street that went by was Jefferson Street. So I would stand there on the corner. uh, And it's, I believe, the... Hmm probably the north no the southeast corner of that intersection not that it matters but it kind of does because right behind me on the like uh let's see what's the word i'm looking for um abutting the sidewalk there um Mm -hmm. was this property and it appeared to be abandoned and it was this really rundown house um it was really spooky used to really creep us out and Mm -hmm. kids in elementary school and like middle school there would always say that like someone was murdered there and that it was haunted and abandoned and it was really creepy um and you know i would stand out there and on rainy days it was pretty spooky but you know we would just stand out there in those bright bright like day glow ponchos Mm-hmm. Um, looking cool with hanging little out. sashes on yeah smoking cigs <laughs> you know those little <laughs> sashes the safety patrol wear like yeah like a little belt that goes around your waist and then like a diagonal sash on it too hell yeah it like a little so badge cool. little i was badge always so jealous oh yeah of course um yeah so i so you i don't know you listeners to our podcast have probably experienced this firsthand but there's a real big like uh bubble within the larger podcast bubble that exists right now of like true crime podcasts right Mm -hmm. there are just so many so so Mm -hmm. many and 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 they vary so much in quality for sure yeah, not, not trying to drag them or anything, put them on blast, but there just are a lot to the point that mm-hmm. the local DC radio station, like news radio station and not our, not our NPR affiliate, but like the other, like very dry, like kind of news station here, WTOP, uh, they started a podcast, which is insane because yeah. I mean, they are, it is like the driest radio station <laughs> you will ever hear. Mm-hmm. My dad we used to wake up and he probably still does if he even bothers setting an alarm now um because he's retired but you know like i grew Lucky. up listening to this every morning because it was the station that he woke up to um and it is i mean it's fine but it is just very very dry and they decided mm-hmm. that they of all people should start a true crime podcast and it's called the investigation continues um and it is about the disappearance of two uh uh, well, pre-adolescent girls in the 70s, I believe, um, the Lyon sisters, L-Y-O-N, if you want to Google it. Um, and they were abducted from Wheaton Mall, which is not far from where I grew up in suburban uh, Maryland. It was in Montgomery County instead of Prince George's County. Um, and it was a big deal. And it was, you know, one of these early, it was pre-80s, so it wasn't quite during that frenzy of like, where it seemed like kids were just getting snatched left and right and stranger danger. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was still, you know, and and I had never actually heard of that growing up that I know of or that I can remember. Um, 
Oh, Stranger Danger? You didn't? No, no, the specific Lion Sisters. Um, oh, oh, sure, sure. Like, mm-hmm. it, it had happened, you know, a, about a decade before I would have had any memories. So, um, and before I was alive. Um, but, like, you know, like, so it wasn't, I'm sure my parents thought about it, but, like, I never really heard about that specific thing. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm listening to this podcast. The episodes are very short. And so I just decided to listen to it and because I've been a little true crimed out lately, to be perfectly honest. It's like, mm. I think I listened to so much mm. and it was a lot of good stuff, but it was like just so much of it that now, like I see a lot of them in the, in my sort of feed and I'm like, eh, not today. Like I want to listen to something else. Mm-hmm. But this one, I was sure. like, you know what? It's local and they're, the episodes are like 10 to 12 minutes. So like a, like a good episode Which, of Ghoul Talk. You know? I wondered, yeah, <laughs> I wondered about that. Cause I, I listened to the first couple. I haven't caught up yet, but. Like, if you're going to do, I mean, I'm sure there's wisdom behind making them that short. Oh, the motorcycle ride. Yeah, you're you know? getting, he just, he's going to circle the block. Pulling off on your hog, Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, if we're going to be driving, I might as well drive a really cool hog. Yeah, a little time yeah. for a vehicle switch. Yeah, yeah I, look, I look cool. Um, Like, what is, do you know if there's, like, a strategy or a wisdom behind having a 10 a 10 minute episode when you could like Lindsay, when it's one I, long story. If I story, have any ideas know? about podcast marketing strategies, I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm asking the wrong person. Yeah. We, neither of us know what the fuck right. Maybe yeah, there is you know a point. I mean? like it's, it's one thing when criminal does an 18 minute episode cause they're fucking great and flawless. And it's always like one story, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. if you're doing like a series, just do one long episode. If that's all you got, you know, yeah. That's how I feel about it. But. Get it together. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, yeah, it could have absolutely been one episode, but I think yeah. they, and I mean this with all due respect. They're, they're like investigating it. I think they were really <laughs> trying to f- figure out what podcasts are a little bit. Yeah. Like well, in terms I mean, of like radio, yeah. because I feel like a 10 minute mm-hmm. thing, like maybe if you're reporting on this story, you know, you know, like, yeah. you know, like radio reports are like pretty short. So like yeah. maybe they kind of that's where that format came from a little bit. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, it's, totally. Makes it's sense. It's fine. It's n- not one of the So it's a really interesting story and it's in the last mm-hmm. couple of years has become more um like it's it's the kind of case that sort of has opened back up. It was cold for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, in like 2015, I think, or 2016, um, they found a suspect. Um, he'd been sort of under people's noses the whole time. Um, and they mentioned something about the suspect and his uncle that lived in Hyattsville. And I kind of did a like record scratch, mm-hmm. yeah, 15 sure. seconds back button while I'm doing the dishes. Mm-hmm. And I screenshotted that time signature so that I remember to go back and re-listen to it. And so I went back after I was done doing the dishes. <laughs> and because mm-hmm. that's what you do when you're listening to podcasts. Sure. And it was basically like this guy claims that his uncle helped him. And his uncle lived in Hyattsville. And the girls were, according to the suspect, the girls were taken to the uncle's house in Hyattsville and either assaulted or killed or both in the basement mm. of that house. And oh I remember my. thinking, oh, that's weird. And, you know, like, I can't, I can't believe that 
like, I don't know. I'm just like, oh, that's so crazy. I wonder where, like, what's his name? So they're giving the guy's name, and mm-hmm. I can't remember it. I'm not withholding it for any real reason, but I guess in respect to the investigation continues, I should refer you there if you're interested in this. It's the seventh episode mm-hmm. where they get into it. Or you can just Google the case, and you'll find the stuff on the Wikipedia page. But anyway, so mm-hmm. the uncle's, I find the uncle's name, and I, of course, because I am a historian, uh, start doing property research. Um, and I, so I, first I run his name in uh, this system called Maryland Land Rec, which is a really great system. Every, the state of Maryland, all across all the counties, you can look up property records, like land land records. So you can do like a chain of title going back as, as far back as like the 17th century in some cases, I think. Pro- 18th, Not- definitely, <laughs> but like... Like nice. even even some of the old like original land patents. If you're well, nah, you might have to go to the state archives for that. I, I, oh boy, <sighs> never gonna get <laughs> never gonna get a job in this field again. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I mean it, it's a great system. So I start digging around mm-hmm. in there because I'm pretty familiar with it, and mm-hmm. I'm searching his name and I'm like not sure about the middle initial and I'm doing you know whatever, and I get a couple of hits for deeds that this guy uh, was the. Um, he was buying a house from someone. So mm-hmm. I pulled the two deeds. They're both there. One is like 1970 or 71, if I remember correctly. And the other was 1985. And so the this stuff happened in, yeah, it was 1970. So there's one house in 1970 and then one house in 1985. And then I look to make sure it's the right guy. And I like, I, uh, what did I do? I started searching other stuff. I found some newspaper articles and I, I looked them up in the Maryland judiciary case search to see if there were any other, like any other criminal connections. Did a lot of research and then found a local newspaper article um, from 2016 that was like, Oh, the police are searching the house of this guy on whatever street. And it was weird because the house that they searched and I go and I find a picture of it and I'm like, Ooh, creepy. I don't know that house, but you know, creepy. Cause you know, what I wanted to know is like, oh my God, where in the neighborhood is this? Like, did I live near here? Did yeah. my parents live near there at the time? Like whatever. Yeah. You know? yeah. And so I find this this house that they searched and it turns out I pulled the plat map for it. Plat map. And um The plat map? Yeah, the plat map. So the the plat, plat map that's dated the plat that was uh associated with the deed for that house in nineteen eighty five showed that it was a vacant lot that had been sub well so it was a lot with a house on it that had been subdivided and the portion of the lot that he was buying on that deed did not have a house built so the house that they searched was not built until 1985 whoa so the murders and stuff would have happened around 1975 i believe mm-hmm. and i was like oh well that's weird but that's where he lives now i guess so, hmm. but then from that article, or the uncle of the main suspect, the uncle was. of the main suspect, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently, you know, and the the suspect li- was he was in his twenties at the time, and the uncle's older, but um, like mm-hmm. he's he's a, he's an older guy now, the uncle. Mm-hmm. So, so that I found that right, and then mm-hmm. I find this. So I I look at the other house that I found the deed for, and that's the house that he bought in 1970, and I'm like, well, that's got to mm-hmm. be the house. So the deed doesn't reference a street address. It just keeps talking about, you know, you you know how old deeds can be. It's like, oh, well, as referenced sure. in Liber, Folio, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. lot number four in Platt book, JBL, you know, whatever. So I pull the plat for that. 
the street names are all different. I do some whatever. And then I find, and, and one of them had actually been realigned, so it was a little more confusing. Turns out that house is at the corner of 42nd Place and Jefferson Street. And it is the house Ooh. that I used to stand in front of during safety oh. patrol. That is the house that the uncle lived in from 1970 to 1985. Oh, my God. So this is the uncle of the suspect who has confessed so there's like no he doubt. That there, yeah. Oh, there's no doubt that this guy did it. And that oh, people really? had seen him then. Like there were witnesses that saw this guy with them then. There's a whole thing about why this guy was never caught. It's it's one of those ridiculous, like just yeah. ridiculous. Like it's it's crazy that they didn't catch this guy because he himself went to the police and was like, oh, oh I saw this other guy like uh, take some girls in a car. Oh, yeah. No, I remember that. So, From yeah. The, like the podcast. Oh, God. Y- yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that's the house. Uh, and it's really interesting yeah. because he wasn't caught and didn't confess until 2015. So mm-hmm. how, like the fact that there was a local urban legend or like among younger kids, you know, like elementary, mm-hmm. middle school age kids that, mm-hmm. that knew somehow that something had happened in that house in like 1995. Like Ish. it's crazy well really, was it like really... a spooky spooky looking house or like I mean, it's not, you know uh, dilapidated it's it's a little dilapidated and then and then i mm. think it had a fire at some point after that too like mm. in the 90s like mm-hmm. there was a fire when mm-hmm. it was abandoned so like after that point it was even creepier and then it's uh-huh. a little bit apparently the guys i think the guy still owns it but it's abandoned or maybe he doesn't legally own it but there's just no owner anymore Ugh. i don't really know like so it's still Yuck. there and it's still like abandoned and creepy. And then mm-hmm. I guess the police eventually searched that too. Cause my, my first reaction was like, Oh my God, they're looking in the wrong house. Oh God, I got it. And I'm like, you know, of course yeah. they, it turns out that they did search that. Like, so, but I <laughs> like, was like, I got the case cracking it yeah, open. Yeah, man. I, I can... <laughs> um, yeah. I'm such a loser. <laughs> That's funny. But, but yeah, no, no. I mean, it really like uh, shook me up. That for is a really while. weird. So not, not a ghost sure. story, but spooky, you know, like definitely creepy. Yeah. Altogether yeah. ooky? I don't know if it's altogether ooky. Oh, no, oh boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, disrespect. it's no, I think the, the creepiest point is your last one that if he hadn't confessed, where did the sort of urban legend right. in that in Hyattsville originate? Like, right. And it's not like people were from? searching the house in, it's not like the house was searched mm-hmm. in the 70s or 80s. So, yeah. like, older siblings knew about it and were telling mm-hmm. us when we were like, yeah. Like, did someone that lived in the neighborhood see something and just never say anything, but they told their kids who told, you know, their, you know, younger. Right. Son, like how, like, right. it's just so weird and, and unsettling. And, and did they about. tell the cops and right. that hadn't been investigated? Right. Or did they uh, not? Yeah. And it could have been solved, like, you know, not 40 years later or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's just well, and wasn't there this, like, I have the Wikipedia page open because I was looking for the uncle's name. Uh-huh. And I remembered, like, you know, we don't need to get into the case because, like you said, they should listen to that podcast since that's where we found it or started talking about it. I mean, this is a pretty famous case and we heard about it in other places before, too. But, um, yeah, did, did yeah, my like, favorite murder do this? I feel like I I'd think heard they, about it I there. think they did. Was that the Sweet Honesty t-shirt one? I think I that was them. I don't know. Um, I think they might have done this, but there was that whole thing about like 
the Lloyd Welch is the main suspect, right? Or like the probable murderer. Um, like his cousin was asked to help him move two army style duffel bags, each weighed about 60 or 70 pounds and smelled like death. Yeah. It's like what, how did that not, you know, how did, I guess he like, there was a search warrant affidavit and this guy did tell them that, but I guess he didn't tell them that until 2014, which is like, what? Right. Huh? And that was That's ridiculous. Virginia. That that happened in Virginia, yeah. which is where the case uh, is being tried now. Because he had relatives oh, all really? like, around Maryland and Virginia. And mm-hmm. So that, yeah, wow. that was like out there. But, but he uh, did confess? Yeah, the main suspect did confess. The, whatever the hell his name is. You just said it. Sorry. Lloyd, Lloyd, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Lloyd, Lloyd Welch. Welsh, yeah. He seems like a yeah. real cool guy. Yeah. Um, Anyway. Yeah. Yikes. I know that is, that's super, that's super scary. And that's like an interesting point to bring up about like, I mean, Hyattsville isn't like a small town, but like any neighborhood or any community, the like stories that get told around and what, what is the truth of them? Right. Yeah, like, for sure. like I was listening to a different true crime podcast earlier today, up and vanished, which it's not my favorite one. Um, but I just, I was, I didn't listen to all the episodes. I've only been listening to the ones where they, they like have arrested somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this whole part like where they go back and talk to people after these people have been arrested and like for this woman had disappeared and she was just, she up and vanished for like 10 years and they arrested these guys. And there was like a story that had been going around right around the time she was, she disappeared that hadn't been investigated because it would seemed just like some guy was flexing, you know? Um, right. But right. turns out is probably what happened, but it was something that, you know, some people had heard, but not everybody had heard and nobody had bothered to tell the police because, or, you know, if they had, it was, you know, the trail just didn't go anywhere at the time. It went cold. Um, it went cold. So I just, I thought it was really interesting that these two connections, because, it's like a story that's sort of known, but not known, you know, but how did it, how did it originate? How did these people all know this thing, but it, nothing had come of it yet. Right. You know? Right. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Wild. Woof. Creepy. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Well, Hey, I'm okay. going to, well, I'm going to come up with a radical thing here. Do you want to tell your, now that we have a real good teaser, do you want to tell your second Pittsburgh one next time on ghoul talk? Yeah, sure. And then we can bookend it, because when that one drops, behind the scenes, we'll have been there and gotten back. So it'll be a cool <laughs> time. Oh, sure. Yeah, real smooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds great. All right. Yeah. Because I don't... We'll I give them a little... I don't have as much for that one. So, like, we okay. can really pad great. it for time with yours if you're cool. Sure, <laughs> yeah. No problem. Great. Yeah. No problem. Well, so, Lindsay fans really get a get a yeah. sweet treat next next time, right? Cool. Enjoy, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Sweet.